Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show, where we bring you daily sales advice to help you sell better. If you are joining us live, keep your eye on the chat. We're going to put some stuff in there for you as we move forward. But then also, if you're tuning into the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Keep listening in and learning with us. Today, we are going to talk with these experts. Morgan J. Ingram is back. I always like the pause right there. I give you the, you know, if, I don't know if you remember the... the I do. I If you don't, <laughs> don't do the J right, then like, this, I might have to leave, you know? And shout out to Anthony Natoli. What's going on, my friend? Welcome back. What's going on? Funny, uh, quick little tidbit, but when I was uh, AE at Demandbase, Morgan did a session for our team. I think it was 2020. Um, I like had a prospect. So it was a little, nice little full circle moment for me to be sharing the, the space with him today. So I'm Incredible talking. stuff. Here we are. Here we are. All right, so here we go right here. Look at this. SDRs, AEs, dominant in the room, senior leadership, upwards of 19% in the room. Tell your friends, we need more leaders like you coming in and learning so that they can change the game themselves. Scan this QR code. Check us out at sellbetter.xyz and learn why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, that's probably a huge help for you, the front lines, the people that are using the tool that we're about to discuss today. While you're over there, pop over to the Explore our YouTube channel. That's what's free for you out there. You can get all the tips and strategies from the show. I want to give a big thanks to our partners over at Wizza. I love this name because I want to say wicked, wicked Wizza for Shizza. Like that's what wants to roll off my tongue. Uh, but these guys are doing great stuff right there, offering a free email finder Chrome extension that you can download. We're going to drop a link in the chat. You can get some phone numbers right here, export from Sales Navigator over to whatever you're using. These people will make that magic for you. Uh, and it actually does work. So get started for free right here on the Sell Better Show. We're dropping that link for you in the chat. Uh, let's keep going right now. Uh, this is what you're going to get today. Some step-by-step -step nav strategies. I think both these gentlemen are going to deliver some great actionable stuff and you are going to drive the bus. So already, I want you guys to start telling me in the Q&A, what do you want these guys to show you? We can go to that later on in the show as we move forward. So drop it in the Q&A section and make sure you're asking questions as well. You're going to get five segmentation filters. These guys are great at using filters. We're going to show you some strategies there. And then two new things that you should start leveraging right now that Sales Navigator put out. Okay. Uh, right out of the gate, uh, let's get a feel for the room. If you are a brand new LinkedIn Sales Navigator, put a one in the chat. If you are like a year in, put a two. And if you think you are a veteran Sales Navigator user, put a three in the chat. I'd love to gauge it this way so that you guys can see it real time. Nice. All right. I see a lot of ones. More than anything, I see ones, which is great. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, we got like a yeah. 1.5 series. Okay. A couple, you know, hey, some big swaths of experience levels in the room. Anthony, let's talk about something that you've been using to gain a new meeting. So if you were going to go out and prospect a new meeting, what's the thing that you would use to do this? Yeah. Want me to... This is where you pull it up, my friend. Pull it up. Show them what you got. Uh, we're going to talk to you about account IQ, I think, right? Yep. 100%. So the first thing I do um, when thinking about prospecting is like once I select the account that I'm going to go after, I need to get an understanding of how this company makes money, what's going on in the account. And my goal is to find some kind of relevant nugget or piece of information that can help me um, make my cold email, my LinkedIn DM, my cold call relevant to them. And so something that um, I started to use is account IQ. Um, so eventually you can see how, you know, I'm just going to pick on Webflow as the prospect account, how Webflow makes money, and then you're going to click generate overview. 
And then it's going to give you um, some uh, really cool insights. So it's going to tell you how this company makes money, some key people. You can search for executive, different strategic priorities um, within the company, related news, some of the business challenges um, that they're facing, competitive landscape. You can see competitors or alternatives right within LinkedIn. Um, and then you can see uh, headcount insights. So essentially what this is giving me is the ability to get a lot of great information without ever having to be a sales navigator. You know, in the past, how many times have you, you know, gone to do a Google search and then you have to look up their competitors and then you got to go back to sales nav. Um, then you got to see, are they hiring for any roles relevant to the, you know, uh, problem that you solve uh, in that role. So there's just a lot of great information that you can get with a click of a button that saved me a ton of time um, right within this little account IQ section here. And this should be available for everyone that has a, a sales a nav license. Very helpful right there. Let us know in the chat, yes or no, if you started using account IQ yet. And I'm going to go ahead and launch this because what I noticed about this is that that stop right there could give me a ton of triggers and help me to point that relevance to this persona that I'm about to reach out to. Morgan, uh, when you think about the things that have been working for you to land new meetings, what are the things, you had two, I think, that you wanted to talk about uh, the Safe Search and the Relationship Explorer. So let's get your screen up and let's get deep on Relationship Explorer and uh, the Safe Search play. We want everybody answer, using to a degree. Do we want to answer this question since we're still on the topic of the Cal IQ before I dive into it? Yeah, go ahead. What are you asking? Well, yeah, a lot of people are saying that they're not seeing it at all. So I, I want to make sure that we can answer that before I yeah, go. Yeah, Anthony, will you pull your screen back up and let's show everybody where they can find Account IQ? Yeah, so <clears throat> you need to be on the account level. I'm not sure the different licenses and things like that, but um, there are certain companies that the information will be there for. So typically, like, um, you know, I'll just go to a different, another one of my accounts. But I go to Heap. Typically, like a, a smaller company, they may not have the information. A lot of companies, a lot of companies, they do just because it was just uh, released. But um, yeah, this is where you would find it. Once you go into the account, it should be right under, uh, there should be a tab for it. So there you go. Yeah. Hey, we'll just put a link in the chat. Thank you, Will. That's probably a good thing there. You can look that up uh, of, of where to find that. But there, so, some great stuff there. Uh, Anthony, good call on like some companies don't have this feature. So uh, if it's not there for you, it might be the company. It might not be your version of LinkedIn good call right there. Go ahead, Morgan. Uh, let's start with uh, safe searches, I think is probably something. All right, y'all. So what we're looking at here is safe searches. Now, uh, put, a, put a one in the chat if you know what a safe search is, but two if you don't. I'm going to get a pulse check if people even know what I'm talking about, and then I'll show you how to do this. So yep. essentially, this is actually, this is actually the most beneficial thing that you can do that most people don't use frequently. I'll say one time. This is, this is something that people they know what it is sometimes, but they have they have no idea how to leverage it the best way, which is fair. I didn't either. And so when you do a safe search, it's something that you've already been doing consistently. So let's just like make one up. So let's do one that I really like. Viewed your profile recently. This is probably the, one of the highest trigger points. LinkedIn is the only social site where you can see someone who's viewed your profile. Would be questionable if the other ones had viewed your profile. So this one has viewed your profile, right? So then the next thing is, I'm going to click like first degree connections, right? And then I'm going to pick senior leaders. So I only want VPs 
and CXOs. So I got about, all right, 235 people. So, nice. so this search is so important because now what I'm going to do, and they made this a lot easier now, is I'm just going to click save search to get notified of new results. And my search is now saved. Now, this is where most people will just move on. So this is where you don't want to just move on. So we're going to open up this in a different tab here. And you're, you're going to see all my safe searches that I have. Right? Yeah. I'm going to move this down so y'all can see what's going on. So you see all the stuff that I've done. So previous leads I follow the company, Mark, you should see what's going on. So basically, this is the one I just did. So I actually, I would modify this and I say executive or exec viewed profile. And I'm going to save it. Now, the goal is, is that this is now going to act as your own inbound function. I'll make sure y'all get this correctly. This is now going to act as your own inbound function. So uh, inherently, once you create the search, there are new searches that will appear. And guess what? You see this, you all see this right here, 172 new results. Here's just another example that I've done, right? Last month. And so essentially, once I created this search, it's now going to tell me all the new results within this search, which basically means these are new people I can go prospect. These are new people I can go reach out to. And so what I would do is you just click this and then the search automatically comes up with all your new results inside of your total results. So these are all the new people inside of this results. And now I can scroll through and I can engage with these people that are now new in these results. So I'm showing this example, right, from previous, if we go back, right? All I'm doing in the saved searches is I'm looking for this green button. I click it in and then I engage. That's how I go about it. So that right there is the play. And then how do you act on that play? To give you all a tactical example, let's just say we're using execs to use your profile. One is you could send them a video. Hey, the reason for my video, saw you view my profile, go into your pitch. Or two, you can have some fun with it. Uh, some people like to use this one. I'm not saying you need to. I'm just saying people like to use it. We see results with it. It's saying, hey, Sally, notice you through my profile. Did I do anything wrong? That one makes people laugh a bit. But the thing is, you can play with whatever what you want to do there to be successful in terms of that piece. And then once you have the saved searches, now you can create lists effectively. So what I do is I'll do exec, exec view profile, right? And then I go here. And then now I can start creating my own list. And the goal you want to create your list on essentially is because now you can prospect and get more meetings from this, right? So I'm going to go to James and I'm going to save list. I'm going to put execs viewed profile prospect because now I can pick out the people I actually want to prospect. I create this list and it does the recently used. So it's super simple. I'm just giving you all an example. And then I go to leads. Boom. And then my execs viewed profile is there. And this is now I get we've got more granular data. Change jobs in the 90 days. If they posted, share experiences, et cetera. The goal you want to have a list to consolidate because now you can engage with these people, you can comment, et cetera, and do these things. So that that's my tactical examples on how you can get meetings like right out right off of this call. Yo, so first of all, I hope y'all are catching the fact that he's moving in the platform from looking at it from a large scope to a very small scope through the platform and it continuously feeds into that saved search and he can create his lead list from there. 45% of our voters are not looking at sales navigator for triggers and relevance. What better trigger to reach out to somebody <laughs> than they visited your profile? I'm fond of saying, thanks for stopping by my profile. What prompted that? And that I get like what they found. Uh, before we move on to Morgan with Relationship Explorer, 
you just put something in the chat on account IQ, Anthony. What is that? That is just uh, like a health article to help okay. people try to find it. Yeah. Um, are we going to get to, I have a few filters as well that I use for my account um, research yeah. on LinkedIn. Uh, I, did, I did see a question about that. So if you want to go into some filters you've been using on the accounts, that's just fine. We can pit stop right there for now. We got plenty of time. Cool. All right. Let me show my screen. So what I've done is basically I've um, uploaded my list of accounts into into SalesNav and basically went into you know view accounts um, and my saved list. So there's a few different things I can do, but um, I want to go into like the goal of trying to find contacts within these accounts and trying to find relevant information. So I'm going to do is click on the lead tab here, and um, it typically pops up you know, the most relevant, um, contacts based on my, my personas that I built, which we'll get into in a bit, but there's something called recent updates. So what this is going to allow you to do is three different things. So it's going to allow you to see contacts at your accounts that have changed jobs. And it's also going to show you people that have posted on LinkedIn, right? I get asked all the time, how do I use LinkedIn to social sell? How do I thoughtfully engage? Well, it all starts with making sure you can find people that are actually active on LinkedIn. Yeah. But to find those people, all I need to do is check this. And it's going to um, show me all the people that I've recently posted um, on LinkedIn. And so all I would need to do is click on this two recent posts on LinkedIn, and it's going to bring me to those posts. And then I can start engaging. Or maybe Steve, who's this contact, shared something that's relevant to the problem that I solved. And then I can use that in my outreach. It's a really easy way to find the people that are active uh, on LinkedIn and using that to your advantage in a quick and easy way. Um, obviously, you can see people that have changed jobs. Um, so if you want to filter in, you know, like executives, you can do that here. Um, if you wanted to, you know, do, let's just say CXO. So now I can see different C-level folks uh, that have changed jobs, um, you know, in the in a in a recent in a recent time. So I can see there's a new CEO at one of my target accounts. I also see there's a new CEO at another one of my target accounts. Typically, when there's executives brought into a company that are new, they're trying to drive change or they're trying to make changes and drive impact in the first ninety days. So all those things are telling me that I should be reaching out to this account in a thoughtful way and trying to uncover you know, what's, what kind of change they're trying to drive and if there's something that we can potentially help with. So a couple of really easy tactical ways that you can leverage uh, the filters in the, in the lead section to find people to reach out to at your target accounts. Some great stuff right there. We're going to talk more about filters later because both of these guys have standard filters that they use all the time that are wildly helpful when they're creating lists. And I know a lot of you guys are hitting filters up going, what's the best way to manage this effectively? so that I can get the most out of the these lists that I'm creating. Morgan, I think you wanted to talk about Relationship Explorer and mapping. Uh, those are the two things that I'd love to see from you. And for those of you that want to see something more specific, drop it in the chat or in the Q&A. We'll make sure to grab it. Yo, let's get it. I, I literally, I don't know. This is going to make y'all go like, what the heck? I'm going to launch this first before you get into this, because I want to see, like, while you're talking about this, I want to know, like, what's the feature you're using? All right, go ahead. This thing is nuts. All right. So we, someone asked a question on 
is persona relationship uh basically the persona explorer relationship explorer is it the same as uh safe searches no it's completely different the safe searches is very powerful for your for like more targeted search the relationship explorer just makes things easier to define and identify and i'm going to explain what that means so let's just go back to what we were right we were, we were talking about heap let's go back to heap since we're using them as an example okay so relationship explorer first and foremost is how you are going to be able to let's say short key and identify the key buyer personas that you're looking to go after so all of you on this webinar right now this show have three to five buyer personas that you absolutely want to get in front of so why not put it into this relationship explorer which is why sales navigator created this so as you see i already have my mine but we're just gonna go and show you what they look like so essentially all these right here in the relationship explorer i already have them all filed out so what it does is is that instead of looking through the account and going through that search filters you can go on the account level and just click this in and then it narrows down the people you're trying to get in front of based on how it's segmented it now if we go to edit filters as you can see there are ways on how i'm doing this so if there's demand generation function is marketing the seniority level i only want director and above and then they need to have this type of jo uh, job title and if you have certain postal codes or geos you actually could add in postal codes and a region as well if you are in a certain region so this is extremely helpful because now I've created my maximum personas, which is why I'm not creating a new one. But you can see this is extremely helpful because now I don't have to go through and find people right. and all things of that nature. I can just literally just click it and boom, I have my results immediately, right? So for this account, it looks like the person I'm trying to get in front of is here. I could go check out other places, sales leadership, et cetera. It looks like I don't have those titles, which is fine. But now I know that this is the one I need. So we're going to save this one. And it's going to come down here, as you see, to our relationship map. Now, the relationship map, right? I mean, you can kind of see it. It's already telling you what to do. But I just add people to it. So we're just going to add some people just to show you what we're doing here. And also recommends leads for you too, which is pretty cool. So we're just going to add some people. Okay. So now that we've added these people, you can also change the zoom if you want to as well. But I'll put it at 80% here. Everyone has a role. All right, so decision maker, champion, evaluator, procurement, influencer. So for this one, I'm like, all right, she, so this person's probably, oh, probably a champion. This person's probably the actual decision maker. This could be an influencer, right? It's gonna be an influencer. I got finance, add the evaluator. You see where I'm going? So I can create this map. And the cool thing is you can make a copy. You can rename the map. I believe with more advanced accounts, I don't have advanced one because I don't have like a thousand person team. It doesn't really matter, but um if you have a, an account you can actually share it with the certain ones you also can make it a list too which is pretty cool you can do the same thing you also could put in your strategy and the strength here so this is like okay what's the strength of this like it's strong great or like nah like we have no relationship we got to figure this out you can also assign it to your colleagues that are inside of your sales nav as well which is pretty cool and then you can add notes so like this is probably one of the best ways to go about it you can also add in managers if you actually know the tree but you can see that from this map, I can do a ton of a ton of great stuff in here. So this is the the key thing across the board. And uh, I have I have the core license. I have like the regular one because I am only have five people on my team, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was just about to address a, a point that Kelsey. Shout out Kelsey Londo. Uh, she told us that account IQ is available in Sales Nav Advanced uh, and Advanced 
core, but not in sales nav core. So Anthony, you're, you're using either the advanced or the advanced core. Yes. It works at LinkedIn. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure that's the version that you were writing out there. Nah, he's got um, LinkedIn Plus, man. He's got a different brand than us. <laughs> yeah. Outside, of, okay, so this is a good question from James Cooley. Uh, outside, uh, and I'll, I'll leave this one for Anthony because I know he's got a bunch of features to talk about here. Outside of Account IQ, what other features or filters do you use to drive the most value into pipeline? Good question. Yeah, since I'm always sharing and then we can hand back to Anthony, I mean, he's already, we've already come in a couple. I mean, I don't know if you're not using this every single day, I think you're just missing out. I actually don't know really what you'd be doing. Like, this is literally it. Like, if someone clicked and viewed your profile out of bajillion profiles, there clearly was intent there. I don't know why, but they did. So this is, this one's going to book you more meetings than not. Then the other one is if your company has some type of followers, like following your company, they click follow for a reason. Let's actually use that. And then the other one I really like is past company. This one just, this is a, this is what I like to call it Insta printer. Like if you, if you can go and find the people that used to work at a company that also used to be like a client, right. And then they used to work at that company and now they're a new one. They're going to remember the experience you had with them. And it's super simple to reach out to them and get a meeting. Like it's just. It's an Insta printer. So that's effectively what I would do almost every single time across the board. So that's good stuff. Um, Anthony, I think you mentioned that some of the intent stuff, Morgan mentioned the intent just a moment ago. You said that some of that stuff's been really useful for a lot of users lately. Do you want to go into some of the intent pieces of the puzzle that have been added to Sales Navigator recently? Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm going to drop a real example here. Um, of what I, how I would do, how I do this, but yeah. So there's something called buyer activities. If you scroll down, um, you can see this company has high intent. So you can see like people that are, you know, looking at your page or driving company engagement. Um, you can actually see when people are viewing like your colleagues profile, visiting uh, the company's website, because if, if we were to go to, and we can actually just do this real quick, um, Go to Webflow, and if someone was uh, on just the normal LinkedIn page, you can go to their website. So we're now tracking those clicks to the website, and we're surfacing that up in this section right here. So just giving you an understanding of like, hey, does this account like know who we are, or are they completely unaware, right? Because you wouldn't send the same message to an account that's visited your website before that has some kind of brand awareness versus one that hasn't, right? So that's the the goal here. Um, another thing, and intent means a, a ton of different things. Right. Intent to me is really just a buying signal. So I also like to use the employee count and the recent growth alerts. So to me, when I'm looking at Webflow and it says job openings have accelerated, well, I'm going on their website to see what role they're hiring for. So if I'm go to what, you know, I go to uh, Webflow's website, I see that they're hiring a corporate account executive. Let's say I was selling something that's helping you build pipeline. I'm now looking at the um, job description, right? So it looks like this AE is going to be, um, you know, responsible for building a sales pipeline. So the steps I went are: I'm going to the, I'm going to the account. I'm looking at some insights and some intent. I see that they're hiring. Next step is I'm going to go look at what they're hiring for. Does that job description tie to something I can help with? And then I'm going to write a really crisp email to someone that I found from SalesNav 
and say something like, hey, start hiring a corporate AI, AI on your team. They'll be responsible for outline pi- outbound pipeline gen. And then I'm going to go into my problem statement, how we solve it um, in, a, in three quick, easy steps. So that was try to give you a, a tactical example how I would turn this into quick research, finding the person, and then turning into uh, an email right there. So um, a couple of different things that you can use on the account level to, to try to get some insight into you know, more information that you can make your, your messaging relevant. Some incredible stuff there. I, I want y'all to pick up on the pattern that Anthony just gave you, right? He went from intent data to specifics on, on that company that has the high buying signal and then how to use that in his messaging. And that's, what's been effective. That did not take very long, right? You're you're jumping from one to the other. I would imagine that you've got some pieces in place that help you to write those emails. Uh, and LinkedIn does a great job putting a lot of this stuff in front of us. Uh, yes or no? Are you uh, are you using this right now? Were you even aware of this? You know, tell us in the chat what your reaction is there. And I want to pivot to Morgan's five essential filters next uh, because it looks like list filters. Twenty six percent of our voters say that that's what they're using the most. We talked about lead and account list, but we're going to get a little bit deeper into that here in a bit. So, uh, Morgan, you had five filters that every single person should be looking at when they create lists. Break those five down uh, for everybody and keep keep in mind some of this stuff you guys need to be writing down so that you can go do it immediately following the show. These are essentials. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have already talked about a couple of these, but these are the main five. And even And the thing is like these change... They've been changing pretty consistently because SalesNavigator is adding a new thing. So my five actually is changing like pretty often. But these are the five that I believe if you use these five, you're going to be set. You're going to schedule a good amount of meetings. I think that's what everybody cares about, right? So <laughs> let's let's kind of get into that. So the first, I've already talked about what I already talked about, past company. And I'm going to say this again. This one is so good. This is an Insta printer, right? There are things that print and there's things that are just Insta prints. Like, it, it, like it's hard to not print with this one. That's what that means. So... What I mean is like everybody in this call, on this call, you have a list of clients. If you don't, you'll have a list of business clients at some point, right? And so you want to look at what clients do we have that are like your bigger clients. Maybe it's like a, these are examples right on the screen. IBM, IBM, Accenture, Microsoft, HP, Oracle, AT&T, et cetera, right? And so these, there are a lot of people that used to work at this company and are going to move on to go do something different. So the thing is, is you, if you had a customer or you were a client of like IBM, for example, then anyone who worked at IBM will then now go somewhere else. And then now you can reference when you, that person worked at IBM and they're a client now they're somewhere else. So this is like the best filter in terms of that, because it'll give you contextual clues to reach out. Right. So that's first and foremost. So that's a really good one. I like the other one is I already mentioned it. Feature profile recently. This is the, one of the highest intent signals that you have. Right. Uh, so we already know what that means. So we, we know what that. We already know what's going on there. The seniority level, that's going to be really big, right? And then the current job level, both of these are going to be important to define your search, right? So these are going to be absolutely critical. And the very last one, and the only reason I put this is because you can see hot points is geography. So as an SDR or even as an AE, like one of the main things at the end of the day is that you're, even in territory, this is obviously critical, right? As a number five. But it also is critical is if you're Greenfield and you're fighting success in a Chicago, a New York, a Austin, or whatever it may be. Yeah. When I was a, when I was an SDR, I'd be like, wow, okay, I'm seeing a lot of success in 
Toronto right now, it's probably because Canadians are very nice. But at the same time, I was seeing success. So that means I'm going to start filtering more people in that area because I'm doing well in that area right now. So pay attention as a sales rep when you start seeing success in an area and it's not your territory, make it your territory, right? And that's why I like this one because I can define search and get after it. Plus, it's really good when you go to events, when it's like, yeah. okay, cool, I'm going to, I don't know, BWX is like in the next two, the next week, I think, for Arizona. Okay, cool. So I'm going to put Geography Arizona. I could find out who's there, right? You go to an inbound, for example, okay, that's in Boston. Who's in Boston? So you could do things like that. Yeah. I love these filters. I want to point one out that you said the the recently viewed my profile. I think it was Lee that asked what I say. You said that you reach out and you say, hey, I saw you viewed my profile. Did I do something wrong? What I say is, saw you viewed my profile. Thanks a lot. What prompted that, right? That's what I want to know. What did they see that prompt them to come to my profile? Anthony, what do you say when somebody views your profile? Yeah, I put it in the chat, but I typically say, hey, saw you stop on my profile. We weren't connected, hoping to change that. Yeah. Thanks. And it works every time. Yeah. Nice. I like that. And sometimes I find people I'm already connected with and I'll reach out and say, it's unlike me that, to not yeah. speak to people that I connect with. Let's fix that. Exactly. Right. That's that. That's a good people go, oh, it's totally fine. Let's connect. Right. Like it's very conversational, very casual. All of these things are coming from sales navigator for sure. Like the, the way that we reach out to people definitely makes a difference. And sales navigator will kind of tee people up for all of those things. Um, all right. So let me know in the chat, what do you guys want to see next? Uh, Anthony, you had some bits about team link, which still is one of the most underutilized features in LinkedIn sales navigator. What does team link do for sellers on the front lines? There were a lot of ones at the beginning of this show. So I want to open up the minds to team link if they've never seen it or see or heard about it. Uh, and you guys can let us know if this is new to you as well. Yeah. So team link basically, uh, is going to tell you if there's anyone at your company that is connected to anyone at your prospects company. So I'll show an example of what this actually looks like. So let's imagine I'm using Webflow again as an example, and I'm looking at marketing personas, right? Um, what I want to start doing is looking at, okay, um, who at my company might be connected to one of these prospects that could send me a warm intro. Um, and the cool thing is I can also see how many executives are connected to this person, um, and, and so on. So what I would do is let's just say I wanted to get in front of Aubrey. I'm going to click on, um, the team link connections right here, and it's going to show me all of the people, um, that at LinkedIn that are connected to Aubrey at Webflow. And then what I can do is um, I can say, hey, Lisa, um, I'm prospecting into Webflow. Saw you were connected with Aubrey. Or do you have a good relationship with her? And if she's, if she says no, that's fine. If she says yes, then you ask, hey, would you mind sending this note that I crafted for you to send that intro? And pro tip, don't ask them to write something for you. Already have something uh, pre-written for them so that it's super easy. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. So I always like to have a ghost written note for them that be like, Hey, here's the note. All you have to do, and here's their email. All you have to do is send it. So that would be like the step-by-step -step process you would use to see, uh, and leverage team, team link connections. Yeah. Y'all are getting some major tactics with these features right now. So I, uh, hope you'll all go back to this recording and keep in mind that you can all execute on these tactics and these messages that go along with these features every day. And you'll probably schedule more meetings. Uh, Morgan, 
Uh, do you want to talk about personas? You mentioned that it's not the same as Relationship Explorer and all these things that people get it confused with. What's the difference between personas and all these other pieces? Oh, uh, yeah. So let's... Oh, it's our screen. Okay, that's our screen. So yeah, the whole the whole thing is like you're cooking personas. Perso so personas and Relationship Explorer are the same, but the safe searches in personas are not. Okay. So personas, basically a Relationship Explorer... Let's go into this account real quick. Relationship Explorer is the overall personas coming together. And what I mean by that is in the account, you have the persona and then we have multiple different personas, but the Relationship Explorer allows me to explore these different, different personas. So you can only have up to five. And so you need to create your five and go from there. The save searches is when I do these lead filters that we talked about. I can then have all these different safe searches I can immediately go back to, right? So if I'm going to France, I can check out who's in France, what's going on. So you want to use your safe searches because it's going to allow you to get these inbound green lists, right? And then the personas allows you to get deeper into an account and have a more strategic approach. Anthony, when you think about lists that you build, uh, Sometimes I feel like we build lists and then we think we're going to come back to them over and over. And then other times I think we have, and let me know in the chat, right? Are you green fields? Are you an account list that's been given to you? Is it kind of a, an open range? I'm, I'm more of a, an open range seller. I think I can go and I can prospect anybody as long as there's a good fit, right? Like that's what I'm looking for is a good fit. Uh, so let me know in the chat, which one are you? Are you open fields or do you have named accounts? And what I'd like to talk about, Anthony, is account lists, lead lists, and some essential lists that you've built that have been very, very helpful for you. Yeah. Um, the, the, I'm going to give three examples. So I think the first one is legitimately just the, the titles that I typically prospect. So it's, it's the personas, right? Because I'm going to that every day because that's going to be my like top, um, place that I start and my North star. I also think um, change jobs is the the other one. So looking at people, I lo typically look at it every 30 days, people that have changed job. Um, and then the last one would be, give you one more that I typically use. Let's look here. I think for me, people that follow LinkedIn and have viewed my profile are very, is very interesting. Um, I think those are the two that I use the most is the personas because then I can filter down when I'm prospecting depending on the day. And then, um, the second one would be, you know, change jobs. Those are the top two that I use and I kind of keep it simple because again, there is so much that you can do. And I, I like to keep it simple because, you know, it can feel really nice in the moment to build all these different lists, but you may not come back to them. Right. So I really think it depends on, you know, the titles that you're targeting, right? I'd imagine if you're someone that works like at DocuSign, for example, you could be selling into legal, you could be selling into sales, you could be selling into all these different departments. I think in that case, you need to start creating different segments, if you will, um, of your personas and your target accounts. But it depends on the number of personas you sell to, the different levels of personas, um, and then the different departments within that organization. We'll give one more uh, tip here if you're someone that is selling a product that the whole company uses as like an end user, 
sometimes it can be good to create a list of titles that are the end user and maybe not the decision maker. Hmm. Tell you a quick story. Last company I worked at, we sold QA software to engineering leaders. One of the SDRs that I managed on my team, actually funny enough, booked a meeting with Heap. Um, he went to like three different software engineers and said, hey, th- these are the common three challenges we we hear. Are you running into that at all at Heap? And he got a ton of great information, brought that to the VP and was able to book a meeting. And the way he did that was he built a list of those individual contributors in LinkedIn and was able to just go down the list, either call them or send them a message and get that information. So if you're someone that is selling a product that isn't isn't just used by executives or managers or directors and it's you know being used by individual contributors, definitely make a list of those personas as well. Yeah, get that groundswell. That's something Morgan and I I think have talked about multiple yep. times. Well, you know well, we we all, yeah, well, Brownswell Prospecting, exactly. You want to get that support internally. We got some great questions here that we'll probably get to show you some stuff on. Morgan, Ed, Edda or Ida asks, how do you upload your accounts? If I have somebody hand me a CSV full of accounts, where do I go to upload that into a list? Uh, Anthony might have the version to show you. I don't have that version. Anthony, can you show us how to upload a account list? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's, Let's do it. So um, it's called Book of Business. So if you're on the homepage, top right, and you click on My Current Accounts, you hit Upload New List, and then you can upload a CSV. Um, or if you're Salesforce or HubSpot, I think it's connected, you can do it that way. Nice. But um, the, best, the best way to go is just uploading uh, a CSV. And then once you're uploaded, you have your account. If you go to the accounts tab, you can see it like all your accounts at like a high level uh, and dig into them. So definitely recommend get those in there. So for the, yeah, so for those of you that are on the fence about getting the advanced license so that you can use account lists more effectively and you want to upload yours, that's definitely a good thing to invest in if that's something you want to do. I got another question here. Is there, a, and this is Anthony, I guess this is for you too, right? Are there a minimum number of advanced licenses that you need for TeamLink to work? Do other employees need to have a company email associated with that LinkedIn profile, non-sales nav folks, uh, for TeamLink to work? I've learned the hard way that if you don't know the 100% answer to some uh, something, don't answer it. Uh, <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I've been in sales long enough. If you don't know, it's okay. Um, I don't know. But I will say um, for TeamLink, it's not looking at active licensed users. It's looking at their LinkedIn profile specifically. The number of licenses and all that, no idea. Uh, Morgan, do you have something that you recommend to be sure that SDRs are using LinkedIn Sales Navigator to prospect different companies and different leads? What's feeding this insight to go look for these types of people? Rephrase that question. Uh, so this is from Kara. Uh, it says, what do you guys recommend to be sure that two SDRs prospecting different companies and leads? So you have two SDRs that are prospecting different companies and leads, right? So no crossover, right? That sounds like more of a CRM thing than a sales nav thing. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm understanding the question correctly, is how do you make sure you aren't crossing over? Yeah, like or, uh, uh, both of my SDRs reaching out to the same people at the same company, right? Yeah, that's a that's not a sales app question. That's a CRM yeah. 
thing. Yeah. Like, or, or even just a, like a named account list, right? <laughs> yeah, you should have you should have activities and everything should. I mean, most people, most people, it should be through your CRM. So you should see the activities and everything going through there. So there shouldn't be crossover, and that needs to be your single source of truth. So this isn't really a sales app question. This is like a CRM piece. Like you need to make sure that's in order before you even do all these things we're talking about. So yeah, that's a, that's a different angle to dive into. We're always tactical on this show. So Anthony, when you answer this, I know you're going to have like a tactical approach, but uh, Lee says, I don't know what to do after I send my first in-mail and I get no response. Would you use LinkedIn Sales Navigator to find a way to engage further with your prospect if you've already sent an email, but you didn't get much back? Yeah. So <clears throat> if you're using an in-mail, you can use it as like a, an email. The, the next touch that I would use is I would connect with them and I would say, hey, I sent you a note, want to put a face to the name and don't ask for anything. So, hey, Dan, sent you a note on Monday, want to put a face to the name. Hope you have a strong rest of your week. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. Hopefully they look at your profile um, and your profile is set up in the right way and they're starting to become more aware of who you are, the problem that you solve. And then your second touch to them could be, let's use the example of Webflow and I thought they were hiring an AE. Hey, hey, James, any any thoughts on this considering you're hiring an AE who's going to be responsible for outbound pipeline gen? You're you're rebumping the relevance. You're not just rebumping your email and saying thoughts question mark because I think that's lazy. I think you should bump the relevance of why you're reaching out in the first place. That's the next touch that I would use. The third touch that I would use is, hey, basically don't take it from me. Here's an example of how we've helped teams Right. Uh, that have AEs that are responsible for pipeline gen. We helped the team at JB Sales generate 30% of their own pipe or help their AE team generate 30% of their own pipeline by doing X and Y. Open to learning more. So that I would just keep it relevant and keep just focusing on their problem. Lee, that's three touches that Anthony gave you. Uh, I'll give you a fourth one. Go to that intent piece that Anthony showed us earlier and see if you can weave some of those intent signals back into an email, uh, even if you send a video. Like the, the intent signal thing was really interesting to me and the way you migrated that into a message. Uh, Morgan, tools to integrate Sales Navigator into things that you're using every day. And they give the example like uh, Sales Navigator plus HubSpot. Uh, full integration goes with LinkedIn Advanced Plus, uh, but it costs a lot. Do you have integrations you're using that are easy to use? Yeah. So, I mean, HubSpot was a part of it as well. Like when I, when I think of using sales nav, it's really, everything is pretty much complimentary. So yeah, like there's a, you can use a data tool on top of it, right. To make sure that you have, you're reaching out to the right people, et cetera. So everything that I use in sales nav is complimentary to the data tool that I have. And then also the emails I send out, but I actually don't keep this too complex. It's just like the data tool, whatever you have. And then I use like Cognizant, but then like whatever you want to do beyond that. So some people may use like, for example, videos that will then be implemented as a link into their in-mails. That's like an example of something you could do uh, as a complimentary piece. But as long as you have data and as long as you have a CRM, I don't think you need to add a whole lot to the integration of sales staff in my opinion. Yeah, it's good raw all by itself, right? I want to thank you guys for coming and sharing your wisdom today. Please share the takeaways you got from this show on your favorite platform. Tag us, tag Sell Better, tag Morgan and Anthony. Uh, we're going to drop their links in the chat so that you guys can all go and connect with them. You will get a survey right after this show. Please let me know how we can do this more often, better, stronger for you, the front lines. 
Uh, follow us on social, sellbetter.xyz. Connect with me personally on any channel you like at Say What Sales. Uh, once again, thank you for coming and learning with us today. And as always, we will see you right back here tomorrow. Join Will Aiken and Leslie Vinets as they discuss key LinkedIn prospecting strategies. That's what's going on tomorrow right here at Sell Better. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you soon and I will talk to you next time.